As a mom, have you ever found yourself saying the phrase, when my kids are older, then I will, X, Y, or Z? I hear moms say this all the time. They put their hopes and their dreams on delay. On the surface, it sounds very humble, but often it's false humility rooted in fear. In today's episode, we are unpacking how focusing on the Father eradicates space for fear. His love is both genuine and insightful and is the very key to our breakthrough. Speaking of that, I received this incredible five-star review entitled Genuine and Insightful from Brittany T. in Iowa, and it says, Corey is wise beyond her years and has so much value to instill. It's clear that her life experiences have equipped her with the ability to find authentic connection with people in all walks of life, not just young moms. And I appreciate her ability to communicate with passion, grace, and humility. I find myself both encouraged and inspired by her podcast and will be looking forward to listening each week. Brittany, I know personally you are such a creative force in God's kingdom. Your words paint such a beautiful picture, and I thank you for sharing them here. I love giving back and honoring our listeners by featuring them in our weekly newsletter and in a future episode. Head over to iTunes or wherever you're listening and leave your very own review because I personally would love to feature you in a future episode. For now, let's explore God's invitation to you and see if you've already accepted it. Hey, hey, Mama. Welcome back to the Treasured Mama podcast. I'm Corey Messer, a Kingdom Life Coach and Messy Mompreneur, and I want to know if you're like me. Have you ever felt like you've lost yourself in all the things? Or perhaps you just need some encouragement on this messy journey of authentic motherhood? In this space, we love sharing routines, rhythms, and real stories of real moms as we declutter our heads, our hearts, and our homes to discover clarity and confidence. If you're ready to gain clarity on who God designed you to be, create simple systems for a more peaceful household, and connect with other mamas doing the same, this podcast is right up your alley. My prayer is this episode will encourage you, so grab a drink, take a mommy moment, and listen in to today's goodness. Earlier this week, I was sharing a bit about stewardship in my online community on Facebook, Christian Moms Creating Generational Impact. And in that group, we were talking about doing what you can with what you have in the palm of your hand. Many, many times, a ton of conversations I have had over the years with different coaching clients, different people I have been mentoring or speaking to, this common theme arises of, I'll do this when that. And what that does is puts us in a position where we miss out on so much opportunity to do the best we can with what we have now in this season. Maybe you relate to this in terms of when my kids are older, I'll do that thing I love. When my kids are older, I'll take that time for me. When my kids are older, fill in the blank. Oftentimes, we use this as a seemingly humble reason as to why we're going to delay things that we enjoy. However, if we are having an honest conversation about it, a lot of times this is under the veil of false humility. 
Because really, when we unpack it and we get to the root of the issue, there's a fear associated with it. We fear if we show up and we do the thing now, we won't be as available for our children. Or we fear if we do the thing now, it will be imperfect and we will be judged harshly or even rejected for stepping out and doing the thing. And today, we're going to rip those roots of lies out and replace them with the truth of what God says about us and what is for us. There is a powerful story in the Bible that exemplifies this so well and very high level. It's talking about a widow. Her husband passes away. She's now a widow, and they're basically going to come in and take her sons to go work off the debt that she has. I believe it's the prophet Elisha that she goes to and says, this is my situation, and Throughout the conversation, there's a realization that she has some oil. And he tells her, go to all your neighbors, get the containers, and put the oil in them, then sell the oil. What ends up happening is she has enough oil to fill every single container that she has. She's able to sell that and retire or live off that for the rest of her life and return the jars or containers back to the neighbors she borrowed them from. This is important because oftentimes, beloved, we are discounting the oil we currently have in our hand. Right now, please do me a favor. Place your hand over your heart and feel your heartbeat and take a deep breath in and let it out. You know what that means? That means you have purpose. If you are here breathing, you have a heartbeat. You have purpose. God has called you here for a very specific reason. And it is time that we stop delaying the blessing that is working with what we have in the name of humility. Our children are our reason to rise up and step out. They are not an excuse as to why we have to delay it. As a mom, it is so incredibly important that we exemplify and model the behaviors that are in accordance with the Bible and we want to teach our children. Our children watch what we do and do that way more often than what we say. As a mom who is very interested and establishing a legacy of wisdom and wealth for my children, it then becomes my responsibility to show up and step out in the ways God has called me to right now in this season. Let's go on a little bit of a journey and unpack this, what this could look like for you. What I know about the woman who listens to this podcast is that she generally fits in one of two camps. Some of you Know that you are meant for something more. You have a general vision of what that could look like. You're aware of many of the desires on your heart, and you simply are unsure of how to bring that to fruition. And then on the other side, there are some of you that wake up one day and you realize this can't be all there is. So there's a seed that's planted within you that knows you are meant for something more but you're not even quite sure how to articulate it. So you go on this quest, this journey, this treasure hunt 
to discover what is that thing that you are called to share with the world. And regardless of which camp you're in, if you know there is to be something different, but you have no idea what it is, or if you have a clear understanding of what it is, but you're just not really sure how to get there and how to make it happen, I encourage you to get around a community of people. Get around a community of women that are driven and focused and walking this out. They're asking the questions about what it could look like. They are showing up in the experiences where you unpack it together as a community. And in the Christian Moms Creating Generational Impact community, these are the exact things that we are doing. Join that group. We would absolutely love to have you there. But today, I want to make sure you walk away with something tangible that can help you start showing up in this capacity. Often, we need to focus on the next right thing. What is the next step in your journey? Many of you are visionaries. However, many of you tend to partner with overwhelm when you realize how far out the vision seems from where you're at. Focus on the next right thing. One example in my personal life, I recall sitting down and just praying to the Father, calling out to Him, God, Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, I would like to have just three friends that I felt were kingdom and treated me the way that I treat them. It was a reciprocal relationship as opposed to one that I poured into and felt I didn't get anything in return. I was really quite sad and devastated because I felt as if I was a really good friend. But I continued to show up in these relationships, these friendships, where I felt as if I was somebody's doormat. God in his loving and extravagant generosity and kindness met me where I was at. And through a sequence of events, he brought people into my life that were so incredible. They're still in my life today. And he even placed me in communities where I didn't just have three, but he multiplied that. I came to him. I laid my requests before him. I was open and receptive to what it is he wanted to share with me, but also I was willing to actually be humbled, repent, and grow. And that would be the first thing. Go to the Father with your request. Go to the Father with the desire on your heart and ask him for clarity on your next step. And if you are unsure of what the vision is, start there. Ask him what the vision is and surrender it to him and then don't take it back. This is kind of like when you have a child that has made a mess and they have dirty washcloth or a dirty towel and they hand it to you as their parent. Here, take care of this. But then when you go to reach for it, they take it back and they hold on to it. And then they continue to whine that their hands are wet. This is what we do in the spiritual with the Father. And it's time, honestly, we knock it off. God is there. He wants to receive what it is that we have. He wants us to come to him first and then be humble and actually surrender. Visualize yourself getting low and laying whatever this burden is at the foot of the cross. Give it to him and then leave it there. The second part of this is be open and receptive to receive what it is he has for you. 
So many of us have partnered with an upper level limit mindset that we are unworthy, undeserving, or unqualified to walk the very vision out that God has called us to. It's time we become courageous and we have that conversation with God and say, Father, help me clarify what is my identity? Who do you say that I am? And then listen, and he's probably going to bring a Bible verse to your mind or a sermon or an experience you had and listen to that. Don't discount it because you feel like you have the best way. We know that Heavenly Father's ways are better. They're more abundant, exceedingly more abundant than we could think or imagine, pressed down and overflowing. So when you come to Him humbly and you lay your request at the foot of the cross, God, please give me vision to bring these desires to fruition. Or God, I have been so buried by all of the mom things and all of the other hats that I wear I've completely lost sight of what are the desires of my heart and then be receptive to his next steps and actually walk those things out. You see, one of the things I had to do was, yes, I went to God first and I laid my request before him and I surrendered to his process. But then when he highlighted to me the very relationships I had been praying for, I already had encountered I simply didn't pursue. I had to take responsibility and repent for that. And when I did, when I repented, that's when I experienced the breakthrough. I believe the world has sold us a lie that many of us have partnered with and bought into that repentance is this horrible, restrictive thing that has to be so painful. But beloved, when we read the Bible, through the perspective of how do we see Jesus and get to know his nature instead of how do we merely get an instruction for me to be better. You start to show up and look at things in a different way. When you are pursuing the heart of the Father, you show up in a different way. One of those ways as seeing repentance as a gift to draw nearer to the Father versus a challenging, restrictive thing that you have to overcome your flesh with. Because when you are focused on the Father, you are not restricted by your flesh. Even if you have had no medical training, you've never worked in the field of fitness or body chemistry I believe we can all agree that it is highly unlikely for a 130-pound woman to lift a car with her own two hands. And yet, we have heard a multitude of stories. One specifically comes to mind of a grandmother who saw her grandchild get hit by a car. The child was under the car, and she ran over there, and she lifted the car up. Why was she able to do that? Her focus was on saving the child, which allowed her to see beyond and not be restricted by her perception of her earthly strength. She was able to tap into something deeper, something stronger, because she was focused on the outcome. She left no room for doubt to creep in. Likewise, with the Father, we are not called to do things in our own strength. We are called to partner with Him as a co-heir. 
And when we do that, we gain the strength of the Father through us. And we don't allow capacity for fear to come in, for condemnation to come in, because we're so focused on Him and we know that He is our provider. When we do that, we realize that what we have in the palm of our hand is everything that we need to do the next right thing. I encourage you, go to the Father, surrender what it is that you currently have in the palm of your hand, a desire, a vision, a dream. After you humbly place yourself before Him and you surrender it, truly be humble and receive what it is He has for you. And then do the next right thing. You will be absolutely amazed. The strength that you uncover, not that you go out and get, but that you uncover that has always been within you. We spend so much time convincing ourselves to partner with lack when God has an open invitation extended to us to pursue abundance with Him. It's time we shift from that lack mentality into the loving mentality of the Father, from the limiting culture mentality into the abundant kingdom prosperity that is ours. I invite you in to receive the invitation the Father has before you. What is it you have in the palm of your hand that you can steward well? What we do with a little is what we will do with a lot. When we steward what we have in the palm of our hand, regardless of quantity, well, God sees that and that shows him that he can trust us with more. When we steward one relationship well, we can be entrusted with five. When we steward five relationships well, we can be entrusted to shepherd 10. Do what you can with what you have now. Do it with excellence. Partner with the Lord and be curious and open to receive what else God has in store for you. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you so much for everything you have given us, God. I thank you for the miraculous masterpiece that is listening to this right now, God. And Lord, I pray that she goes to you and she discovers the treasure that has always been within her. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your gifts. We thank you for your generosity. We thank you for your presence. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey, Mama, one quick thing before you go. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can pay it forward is to head over to iTunes, Treasured Mama Podcast, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. 